she dug up her dead brother's corpse and is right. talking to it. I watched a clip where a rat climbs out of the buttons in his shirt. Yes. Yeah. That, um, now that was scary. That was, that, boy, that scared me. Yee. Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And this week, we are taking a trip over to Riverdale to see what weird stuff's happening in this place. Spoiler alert, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot happening in Riverdale. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm a Riverdale viewer, have been from the jump, but I took a break because I'm not going to tell you it's a great show, but I am going <laughs> to recommend it. Okay. I, I really enjoy it. But um, around season four, I was like, eh, I think I'm good and didn't watch it for a couple of years and then got back into it on Netflix because um, all the seasons are on there except for the one that's airing right now um, as we record. And I'm in the midst of catching up. So I'm, I'm almost up to date now. So what just started? Season five? No, season seven. Oh, my God. Really? It's, or maybe maybe season six. Season six. Excuse oh, me. Oh boy, that's pretty right. wild. Right. So I'm in season five on Netflix. That's the so five seasons are on Netflix. Is that right? I think it's season six. That can't six be right. right. I just looked it up and I think the show began in 2017. No, I mean, let me see. Could that be? Has it been so long? Yes, they're they're in season six right now. Oh my god. Right. Okay. Oh my god. All right. So um seasons one through five are on Netflix. Fair enough. And I am like midway through season five. Yeah, I'm aware I'm of loving it. I, I watched, uh, it must have been, I guess, shortly after Riverdale began. I think you had recommended it. Mm -hmm. And so I oh, yeah. I watched some of it and was surprised mm -hmm. to find that, yes, I was sort of, you know, maybe it just wasn't. It's not It's not a show that's designed for me, right? Sure. So I was, I was actually pleasantly surprised to find that there was a lot in it that I did enjoy. Mm -hmm. Having said that, of course I stopped. Yes. At season two. Yeah. You um, watched all of season one? Yeah. I'm surprised by that even. I did. Well, oh. my my half of the topic today is exactly what I was interested in. Right. And and my interest waned the second that this storyline was over. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and say that we, yeah. we're going to be spoiling Riverdale, yes. everybody. Yep. <clears throat> With Reckless Abandon. Oh, now, yeah. We're not holding it back. Yes. So for people that have maybe been waiting to watch Riverdale... Beware. I'm per I'm personally the kind of guy that I enjoy spoilers from time to time. They don't necessarily dissuade me. Me neither. It depends on the thing. I think sometimes with TV shows, I sort of mind being spoiled because it's a longer game. Yeah. Uh, generally movies, I don't mind being spoiled because I'm going to find it all out in a couple hours anyway. I know, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, choose your own adventure. Exactly. But so uh, we're going to be spoiling from throughout the show. Right. And, so there, uh, it's not a safe episode if no. you don't want Riverdale spoilers. No, certainly not. Or, but here, here's the other thing that I want to say. And I think we, I did a similar thing with our wrestling episode mm -hmm. recently. Yes. Listen, this show is not, certainly is not designed for me. Having said that, we are explicitly and exclusively looking at the parts of the show that I think would appeal to a guide to the unknown listener. Oh yeah. So totally. even if you look at a teen drama on yes. the CW and think, nah, don't worry. Mm -hmm. We're only talking about the parts that are like spooky and weird because this show does a lot of horror and crime. Yes. And what I'm going to be telling you about in just a minute is gory. Mm -hmm. And for the, for the people that are watching the show, I'm going to at least attempt to put on our nifty new sets screen some visuals of the dead body puppet that they use on this. Yeah. Like, like you know, network. Right. 
primetime kids show. Yeah. I mean, it's not really a kids show, but. It's a steamy it's, teenagers. Yeah, it's a steamy teen, teen thing. Yeah. You know, when you were saying, like, it's not made for me. Um, I was like, right, it's not made for you. It's, of course, not made for me either. I'm 38 years old. But it kind of is. Yeah, see. Yeah. It's not made for me. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah. I know. But, all right. Well, let me let me start. Is that yeah. okay? Yes, yes. Because, because I'm talking about not only one. the show Riverdale, but I've, I'm also going to share with you how we got here. Mm -hmm. Because I found this show, and I think that part of the sales pitch of this show is like, Archie, that plucky, lovable kids comic book, right. we're going to turn into a steamy gritty of uh -huh. a show. So I, I figured let's let's contrast it and let's go way back to the beginning. So where Archie began was in 1941. <laughs> okay. Can you do me a favor? Can you just look up who the president was in 1941? Sure. Do you have any guesses? FDR. Dwight D. Eisenhower. I no, no I don't know. I'm going to find out. Hang on. Dwight D. Eisenhower would be uh, uh, 50s, I think. Oh. Uh, because Indiana Jones says, I like Ike in All right. Indiana Jones 4. FDR. FDR, thank you. See, good I, job. That's intelligence. Yes. Not just a, a pretty good guess. Absolutely. Anyway, so uh, uh, Archie debuted in 1941. Franklin Delano Roosevelt was our <laughs> president. And uh, he debuted in a comic that was called Pep. Oh. Pep Comics. And it had a, it had the original... A, a superhero who is based on the American flag. I believe his name was The Shield. Okay. One year before Captain America was uh, created, he okay. wore clothes that were the American flag mm -hmm. in Pep Comics. And, and they debuted Captain America's whole thing is his shield. I know. It's a hell of a thing, isn't it? Something to think about. I know. Somebody came in and stomped all over yeah, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his name is, is Steve Rogers. Yeah. So uh, an Archie story debuted, and this was the little like bubble introducing mm -hmm. him. Here you are, gang. America's newest boyfriend, Archie Andrews, christened Archibald. <laughs> he hates Archie, so if you value life and limb, call him Chick. Oh, that, that makes There's a Chick in um, Riverdale. Is that right? Yes, and I did not realize that that's why. So Archie, huh. Archie in this initial release is like, I'm going to say 10, 11 years old. Oh, okay. He's very much like a Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn mm -hmm. Sort Dennis of like, the menace? yeah, a little bit. the 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 image that I saw of him was him standing on a on a on a on a bicycle <laughs> uh -huh. as it's going down the street. He's got a slingshot hanging out of his back pocket. Okay, he's got you know the red hair parted down the middle, uh, freckles. He looks like Alfred E. Newman from that yeah, magazine. He sounds like Alfred E. Newman. But it was instantly about about Archie, his best friend Jughead, and he's going after Betty. Yes, Who's the, the 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 blonde, blonde is one Betty. is Betty. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um. So that's that's how the comics introduced the world of Archie. Yeah. Now let's jump ahead to 2017 for how the show <laughs> introduced different. the world of Archie on Riverdale. This is Jughead's VO at the beginning of episode one of Riverdale. Our story is about a town, a small town, and the people who live in the town. From a distance, it presents itself like so many other small towns all over the world. Safe, decent, innocent. Get closer, though, and you start seeing the shadows underneath. The name of our town is Riverdale, and our story begins, I guess, with what the Blossom Twins did this summer. On the 4th of July, just after dawn, Jason and Cheryl Blossom drove out to Sweetwater River for an early morning boat ride. The next thing we know happened for sure is that Dilton Doily, 
who was leading Riverdale Boy Scout troop on a bird-watching expedition, came upon Cheryl by the river's edge. Riverdale police dragged Sweetwater River for Jason's body, but never found it. This is intercut with, uh, <laughs> with I guess, Betty's mom turning to her husband and saying, if he is dead, Hal, I hope in those last moments he suffered. <laughs> oh, Back to the VO. Why does she hate him? So a week later, the Blossom family buried an empty casket. <laughs> and Jason's death was ruled an accident, as the story that Cheryl told made the rounds. That Cheryl dropped a glove in the water, and Jason reached down to get it, and accidentally tipped the boat, and panicked, mm-hmm. and drowned. That's how... Riverdale, so Start, yeah. a, mar- a stark contrast, yes. I feel. Yes. A very true crimey serial sort of inspired, we're going to look at a murder, mm-hmm. is how Riverdale reinvented Archie, the plucky boy on the bicycle with a slingshot in his back. Right, that didn't, even men- that didn't even mention Archie. It did, uh, yeah, no, not at all. You don't even yeah. see Archie in this show mm-hmm. for, I don't know, five, ten minutes, something like that? Yeah. The, there's a reason why the show is not called Archie. Right. The show is, and clearly, all these people. I feel it's inspired by Twin Peaks, of all things. For sure. Um, it's about the town and the intrigue of the town and the secrets between people and the lies and the cover-ups that's and the right. death and the drugs. What could be better? And that's what sucked me in. Mm-hmm. Tonally, I had issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe um, Betty's friend goes like, you're still into Archie? Sure, he's swell, but I mean, the guy is a total square or something like that. And I was like, well, That's and they're, not and how they're they looking talk. at their iPhones, you know, and yeah, they're yeah. saying G Willikers. And yeah. they still go to Pop's Chocolate Shop. That does continue, like saying swell and stuff, I will say. Okay. I, don't, I don't even remember that. They dropped that? Yeah. All right. So at the end of episode one, uh, Jason Blossom's body is found in the water. With a gunshot wound in the forehead. Mm-hmm. Um, now doesn't uh, seem like you drowned reaching for a, a glove to me. No, no, nor I. Yeah. And what also that what a cutie pie story that they tell of like why I dropped my glove in the water. Right. And he he <laughs> must have so gone a splish splashing in to get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So the the puppet that they have for this guy's dead body, and you can see this in the video version link. Link in the in the audio notes right now, so you can jump into the video version if you want to see this. Is horrific mm-hmm. to me in a in a really good way. I want to say yes for a lot of scary media. Yes, but again, this is like I'm I'm really sort of shocked by the the grisly nature of this dummy. Mm-hmm. Its eyes are sort of rolling in its head. It um, looks bloated. Yeah, and bluish. The lips are like, like waterlogged, blue and chapped and. Uh, it's 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 no it's freaky it honestly i think rivals anything from like csi mm-hmm. um and again for like a show that is about like relationship drama it's just very surprising to me yeah i mean the show it has a lot of relationship drama but definitely crime and mysteries i would say are the biggest part of it if not half and half yeah i wouldn't even say that it's like a romantic show you know as a as the genre it it certainly seems to me like it's meant to be steamy though like it definitely it, is steamy but i mean the central the, the steaminess is almost a subplot like the okay. central things that are going on are always them dealing with mysteries yeah okay all right that makes sense or in archie's case you know boring stuff so here are some details that i just want to give you all to think about and, mm-hmm. and, and we'll come back to them okay. at some point um regarding jason blossom's corpse 
here's here's some facts to bear in mind. His parents are maple syrup barons. Yes. They have a maple syrup empire here in Riverdale. They are rich, mm-hmm. and they're, they appear to be heartbroken, but mm-hmm. who knows? Veronica's – oh, no, I, I got this wrong in my notes everywhere. Betty's mom. Okay. Betty's mom says that line where she hopes he burns in hell, mm-hmm. right? Hopes he's suffered. She also keeps talking about Betty's sister, Polly. Right. Who appears to not be around anymore, was maybe sent away. Huh, hmm. That's interesting as well. It is. Now, Cheryl, the twin who said that the, the glove was in the water – and then he went in after it. Well, he showed up with a bullet wound in his head, so she must be lying, right? Because right. she had been involved in his death. And hold on, we're hearing all this in VO from Jughead, who in the comics, boy, he would never say no to a burger. Oh, no. Absolutely his thing. And always wearing a crown. Yes. In the show, he still wears a crown, but it looks they made it's it look beanie. like a trendy kid beanie. Yeah. Yeah, but it's got the jagged Which I think is edges. sweet. I know. That was a really good way to like loop that they, in. They have very skillfully reinterpreted silly things from the comics yeah. to maintain them because they are Jughead wears a crown, mm-hmm. but update them to make it somehow cool that Jughead yeah. wears a beanie crown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they achieve it. Yeah, And totally. that is incredible. I think a lot of it is casting in general. Yeah. Like the casting in the show is really good. Yes. Like you're you're into these people. I agree. There's also, and this is I think paramount, there is clear respect for the IP. Yes. That like this could have been pitched as the intellectual properties. Like what right. ba- there's clear respect for the Archie comics. Yes. The the history of this thing. Um, and yet the reinterpretation of it. Like, I think that that's a really important thing. If you're going to work in somebody else's intellectual property to mm-hmm. actually do it justice. Yeah. And I have, I, I have no idea. I didn't look this up. I have no idea if the creators of the show liked Archie or if they were presented with an opportunity to make this and put their spin on it. Either way, they clearly did their research and loaded this show with references and love letters. If you're paying attention, if you're not paying attention, mm-hmm. maybe you're somebody who's been reading Archie comics for a long time and you can go, oh, I notice X, Y, and Z. Right. Maybe you're somebody who's never read an Archie comic in your life. Well, guess what? You're going to go on the internet and you're going to see people going like, did you notice the Easter eggs? Mm-hmm. And whether or not you care about those Easter eggs, you're going to go, oh, somebody cared about the making of this show. Right. Somebody poured their all into this. So it's a good business decision. Yeah. To spend your time and dig into the the history and leave little Easter eggs and be passionate. And I will say, if you would like to hear more about the creators of Archie and their inspirations, Will and I were on an episode of American Hysteria early on um, talking about uh, the role of Satanism in Sabrina the Teenage Witch and a little bit in Riverdale's. And yeah. I I know that we talked about like Roberto Aguera Sacasa, I think is his name, okay. who's the creator of it, and his inspiration. I couldn't tell you what we said. No, I don't But I know we anything. said it. So that's out there if you're interested. Yeah, Chelsea had asked us if we would watch some of the shows, and I ended up mm-hmm. watching two seasons. Right. Uh, Sabrina, I watched Riverdale right? and I watched Sabrina mm-hmm. in total. And then I think, you know, we didn't talk about the actual substance of individual episodes. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I that's could have given right. this a loose Wikipedia. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, that's I was like, right. Up until like three in the morning watching Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Uh, anyway. So um, so Jughead is a moody badass on the show, right? Mm-hmm. And his dad, 
is played by Skeet Ulrich. Right. Billy Loomis. If you're watching the video version, I have a pillow with uh, him as Billy Loomis next to me that my husband gave me for my for my birthday. Yes. And yeah. An incredible gift. And it lives here on the set. Now. Yes. So um, Billy Loomis is a gang member on the show. Could he have had some involvement? Just, hmm. just let those things simmer in the back of your mind as I tell you about more about the origin of Archie. <laughs> So I said he debuted in 1941. He spun. He was so popular in that debut, they spun him off into his own comic a year later in 1942. Mm-hmm. And it basically changed their entire business model. This company got out of the superhero game and went all into the Archie business. They just became Archie Comics. Mm-hmm. That's the name. And so Archie ruled the roost. The series ran for 73 years. Oh, my God. In a row. Yeah. <laughs> consecutively it ended this initial run ended the original continuity concluded in 2015 with issue number 666 nice did you know about this no i didn't it's so weird yeah so i was curious because i knew i knew that like certain things have come out i knew that there was afterlife with Mm -hmm. archie a story that mashed up archie comics and zombie stories Mm -hmm. so it was like a horror archie thing right um, so I was like, maybe 666, maybe this, they started getting into the more like, it's like the Archie comics are clearly for like kids and mm-hmm. young teens. Right. Right. Um, very... I remember getting some Archie comics. Did you really? Yeah. Cause there was a comic book store in Connecticut where we grew up. Well, not in the town, but in Connecticut where we grew up and I would get Archie comics and Simpsons comics. Yeah. I used to get Simpsons mm-hmm. comics for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so, um, uh, do you remember anything about them? No, not at all. No. So um, those were like usually, I think, fairly innocent kinds of stories. So So it was like 666. They ended with 666. That's got to be significant. So I looked up a synopsis. This comes from denofgeek.com. Link in the show notes. uh, GTTUpod.com for all of our sources always. After damaging the Riverdale High hallways due to his late arrival to school, Archie is given a record-setting 666th detention by Mr. Weatherby and told that he will have to clean up his mess or face expulsion. Word quickly spreads throughout the school, and those whose lives he has touched, for better or worse, reflect upon exactly how much Archie means to them. Very nice. So it certainly is a conclusion yeah, of it, sorts. Like you get like a, a roundup, a, a memory-a-thon. Right, it's not breaking form. Not breaking form at all. And uh, there's sort of an indication at the end of the comic, evidently, that it's like, no matter what happens, I'll always be there for you. Mm-hmm. Because they knew they were ending, but right. Archie would live on in a different form. Of course. So the very next year, they reboot Archie, Archie number one, mm-hmm. comic number one. And this time it's aged up. Mm-hmm. So it's still a comic book, but now it's trying to go for that teenaged yeah. demographic, slightly more mature kinds of stories. But to my, the best of my understanding, Afterlife with Archie is its own thing mm-hmm. and still is. So they started doing these like very much melding of horror with this otherwise G. Willikers 1940s right. kind of world, this suburbia place where usually somebody's biggest concern is like, I didn't make the cut for the football team. Mm-hmm. But now when a zombie's coming after you and you've got to deal with arcane yeah. horror and, and bloodshed. And it actually is kind of a fun yeah. contrast of tone. And I think this is really what the show Riverdale is born out of. For sure. Because it launches in 2017. So, So let's get... Back to Jason Blossom and mm-hmm. his murder, which kicks off 
the TV show, the very popular TV show. I'm now going to tell you the story of the murder of Jason Blossom. Wonderful. All right. It's insane. I know. <laughs> Do you remember it? Like, yeah, vaguely. Could you essentially tell me right now? I mean, I know who kills him. Okay. Um, I kind of... No, I, I bits and pieces. It gets so dark. Yeah. I'm... I'm honestly, I'm, I'm like kind of surprised. It's a dark show. It's so and much extremely more extremely convoluted. It, the oh, show incredibly, in general, but, yeah. incredibly convoluted. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it does backflips to justify things. People and, complain about it a lot. Like a lot really? of people watch it, but it it's very much gotta like. Oh, I can't believe I'm still watching this. Like uh, grumbliness about it. Okay. But I'm just along for the ride, baby. I mean, that's a mood in and of itself. I feel. Yeah, totally. And, and it keeps I, people tuning in. I know. It becomes know. the fun of. I can't believe I'm it's still that, in it for it's the been ride that for seasons. Yeah. So I think they must know that and just decide to go with it. I don't think they're wounded every time it happens. Right. Exactly. Um, it's crazy. It's just crazy to think that like in the nineties, or I guess maybe not in the, when was I? Yeah, I was 14, whatever. In like the late nineties, early two thousands, let's mm -hmm. say we're, we're around the teenage age that I think this show's shooting for. Mm -hmm. We're watching like boy meets world. I mean, I think when we meet them, they are sophomores. So but I'm talking about their audience. Their audience. I, I don't even, yeah, I don't know. You know, because like I, I just think of like on Boy Meets World, they did that one episode where people are dying, mm -hmm. and it's so cartoony, right? Like somebody dies because somebody pushes a a bunch of books on top of them, yeah, right. And they basically collapse to the ground. We act like they're dead, oh, right. right? Whatever, right? This show, they show that kid with a bullet wound underwater oh, totally. with a really, really anatomically correct dummy. I know, like it's just so it's the bar wild. has just been raised for like teenager entertainment. It definitely has been, but also at the same time, there was some teenager entertainment that was pretty adult. Like Dawson's Creek has some heavy stuff in it. Is that right? Yeah. Like lots of death stuff, divorce. Pacey's having an affair with a teacher um, so in is the Archie. first season. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, Dawson's Pacey Creek and Archie. is. Say it again. Pacey and Archie Pacey. sitting in a tree. Yeah. K I S S, -S I N G. <laughs> They're teachers. <laughs> um, and then. Kerr Smith, who is in Dawson's Creek, is in Riverdale in like season four. Oh, is that right? Yes. Oh, that's mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. So, uh, so let's talk about Jason Blossom. Yes. Tell me what happened to him. So Cheryl, the, the sister, the twin sister, claimed that her brother fell in the water and drowned trying to reach for her glove that went in, right? Mm -hmm. Well, then why did his gnarly body wash up with a bullet wound in the head? Did she kill him? No. No. All right. So let's explain this away. Evidently. Cheryl Blossom agreed to help her brother run away. He was going to leave home. Mm -hmm. And they were going to fake his death to explain why he was gone. See, he and Betty's sister, Polly, who I mentioned earlier. Right. And is mentioned a little bit throughout the pilot episode, were an item. Mm -hmm. Polly got pregnant and the two of them wanted to run away, essentially to start a new life and a new family. Right. Um, so... He and Cheryl get into the boat together. She, you know, they they pilot it to another shore. He gets out of the boat. She leaves him on the shore. He's still alive. She comes back and is seen by Dilton Doily, mm -hmm. Boy Scout Troop kid. Yes. They've maintained, I also want to applaud that they maintained the insane 
names yes. of these characters from the comics, Dilton Doily yes. is mentioned within the first There's minute also ben... of this gritty show. Dilton Doily is good friends with Ben Button. Ben Button? Mm-hmm. Benjamin Button just ripped that off? I know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a coincidence. Oh, wait, I mean, Benjamin ben Button was Button. a book, right? I have no idea. Benjamin Button, the book? I've never even seen the movie. You haven't? I no. thought I watched it when we were still living at home for sure. I saw clips of it and I immediately pegged it as something that would make me feel bad. Oh, and I love David Fincher. I know. But I looked at that oh thing my for God, two I seconds. I forgot that that's David Fincher. Sure is. Oh, I it, a, a former paramour of mine yeah. uh, urged me to watch it, so I did. And, oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> hurry, do it. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Cheryl comes a back. Paramour. I'm a talking paramour. like I'm in Riverdale. I know. It's yeah. very dramatic. I enjoy it. Thank you. Quite frankly. Yeah. Thank so, you. Whatever. <laughs> So uh, she comes back to help fake the brother's death. So she thought that she was playing the game right, right. until his real body washed up and she found out, oh, my God, he is dead. Mm-hmm. So how was he killed and how did his body end up in the water? It sure looks like uh, there's this gang. Jughead's dad, Billy Loomis, is in a gang. Yeah. They hang out at a club called the White Worm. Yeah. Hell yeah, it's the Southside Serpents. That's right. And worm is spelled with a Y instead of, of an O. Of the most evil spelling yeah. of worm. This that you can no, imagine. This ain't your grandma's spelling of worm. No, All no, right? this is a dark It might be show. your like, great, great grandma's <laughs> yeah, spelling of worm. That's true. <laughs> so um, maybe, it was, maybe it was Billy Loomis who plays a guy. His name's FP, which mm-hmm. is hard to say. Yeah. Maybe it was FP. Well, because it, it's Forsyth Pendleton <laughs> Jones. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So maybe that's... You know what's in the comics too. That's Jughead's real name too. For, He's named after Jughead is Forsyth Pendleton Jones the Third. Good God! Yeah. What's that family tree? It's we learn about it a little bit. Well, yeah. I'm glad you did. Yeah. I, I I don't think I will. There's nothing you need to know about it. Okay. Uh, so maybe FP dumped the body in the river. It sure seems like he did. Wait a minute. He says he did. Okay, so then FP must have killed him too, right? Oh, wait, he dumped the body in the water but didn't kill him? Okay, here's what happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It turns out that the Blossom family, the maple syrup barons, maple syrup mavens, rich off of that tree-tapped gold. That's right. Put it on your pancakes. Mm -hmm. Well, it turns out they were putting something else on their waffles. Heroin. Yeah. On this show, they've been smuggling heroin this entire time. Yep. So the maple syrup's a cover within the family. Patriarch Clifford Blossom wanted to force his son, Jason, to join the family business and eventually run the drug empire under the maple syrup. Mm-hmm. But Jason refused. On top of that, he'd been doing the do with Polly. Right. They'd been having a real sweetie of the time. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to run away prompting Cheryl to help him fake his death to get away with Polly to start their family, but also to get away from having to run the family's maple syrup heroin empire. It's a twofer. It is. So they got on the boat. Jason gets off safely on the shore. Cheryl comes back to use the drowning cover story, but Jason still didn't make it to the getaway because he was kidnapped by who? Billy Loomis. Mm-hmm. See, Billy Loomis, he knew about the drug deal stuff. Jason needed money to stage the runaway, so he tried to get Billy Loomis to help sell some drugs to make Jason money and get a getaway car. Okay. But Billy Loomis saw an opportunity. So he kidnapped, didn't kill, but kidnapped 
Jason Bloom, keeping awesome. him in the basement of what did I say? Bloom. I keep saying it. You do. I've been texting Kristen Jason Bloom. I can't <laughs> I can't keep up with any of this. And he keeps Jason Blossom in the basement of the white worm. That's right. And uh we've got a they see a video. Archie and the gang, they've been discovering this. They've been getting to the bottom of this the entire time. Oh yeah. And suspecting people all over the place. At one point, at one point they think Jughead killed him. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah. And then they find footage of, of Jason Blossom, mm-hmm. who's in the basement of the White Worm, when his father, Clifford, shows up, yeah. seemingly to maybe say, hey, Southside Snakes, hey, Billy Loomis, Serpents. let my son go. FP. Whatever. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Details don't matter in this story I'm trying to tell everyone. <laughs> and so you think that his father is going to basically try to set him free. Instead... He pulls a gun and shoots his son in the head, yeah, killing him. Clifford Blossom is not a good guy. Not a good guy. And then he leaves, leaving Billy Loomis, FP, to deal with the body. Yep. Essentially saying, you help me cover up the crime, or I'm going to do the same thing to Jughead. Mm-hmm. I killed my son. I will kill your son to make sure that my crimes get covered up. Yeah. Deal with the body. Cold guy. Yeah, bad mambo. So FP, Billy Loomis, takes the body, freezes it for a while, puts it in the deep freeze. Mm-hmm. Then dumps it in the river, which is then where it's discovered with, a, with, a, with a, a bullet hole in its head. So Riverdale has a body in the river. Yeah. And I, I actually kind of enjoy that now. You would think that maybe there would be some comeuppance here. Yes? <laughs> yeah. Uh, of a type, I suppose. Kind of, yeah. They go to confront uh, Clifford Blossom mm-hmm. in his barn where he makes maple syrup and hides heroin. <laughs> yeah. But opening the doors, he's hung himself. That's right. He stood up on a maple barrel and, and yeah. got up there. And he, and he killed himself, and got thereby escaping the justice of John Law. That's right. Yeah. I know. Now. Do you know what the name of the house is that the Blossoms live in? Of course not. Thistle House. Ah, okay. That makes sense because I have something uh, that I read before that was called The Haunting of Thistle House. Okay. Yes. Okay. So the Jason Blossom story, that's season one. Yeah. We It's it's really the unraveling of this. And again, in a very Twin Peaks way mm-hmm. where we're, we're, when we enter that story, it's who killed Laura Palmer. Right. And she is really a MacGuffin that the story orbits around as the characters, you know, interact with each other and learn about the world of Twin Peaks, but they're really focused on Laura Palmer ostensibly. Right, that's the central thing. Yes. Jason Blossom is much the same. Mm-hmm. And just like Twin Peaks, where Laura Palmer will show up almost as like a vision occasionally, right. it seems they did the same thing with Jason Blossom because his story does not end after season one. No. There are references to him throughout the rest of the seasons, as far as I can tell, mm-hmm. but there are also a couple of substantial things that occur. So I think seasons two and three... Probably touched on them here and there, but the next real crazy thing I have to say to you comes from season four. Yes. This is where you said earlier you stopped watching. Yes. It turns out, and maybe you can help me fill in some of the blanks. This is definitely, this is one of the things that made me go, um, ah, all right. Really? Like my, yeah, yeah. It is stupid. Yeah. (laughs) So it turns out Cheryl, the sister, and I believe, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. This is right as the show starts. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it turns out that Cheryl has dug up her brother's body. Yes. And is living with it or keeping it or maintaining it. Yes. All of the above. 
and talking At to Thistle it. At Thistle House. And calling him JJ. Yeah. Well, she's always called him JJ. All right. Well, whatever. Yeah, that's not new. And so we've got another dummy. Mm-hmm. Now, of note, and I saw this in the show. I watched a couple of clips as well. You can see this in the video version. The bullet wound appears to be sewn up. Yes. Perhaps that was for burial. Yeah, probably. Right? Yeah. Um, but the mouth is still hanging agape, and I find that very frightening. I and know. I think I mean, the maybe, eyes are sewn shut. Maybe that deteriorated or something, whatever keeps the lips together. So, yeah, I mean, you would not, you know, glance at this person sitting in a room and be like, oh, that's a normal human person. You would automatically be like, ah, yeah. what is happening there? Terrifying. Yes. And yet I watched a clip where somebody walks in and goes, Cheryl, what's going on? And it's her kneeling over her uh-huh. her dead brother, who is basically, you know, let's call it what it is. This is psycho. This is Norman Bates' yes. mother. And she's going, oh, you never got to meet JJ, did you? Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, how can you ever bring this character back? Cheryl is... Oh, shit. There's, this has to be the end of her story. Has to be, no. but I know it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot in Riverdale that is just accepted by everybody within Riverdale as just like, this is just the way things happen here. It's mm. another day, you know, in Riverdale or whatever. Oh, there's so a lot that was Riverdale, her girlfriend, right. Tony Topaz, who oh, lives with her in Thistle House. But Cheryl had been hiding Jason in the chapel of Thistle House and told no, nobody to go there because she said it's it's only for family. It's a blossom tradition, just whatever. So Tony had never seen this whole thing. Ugh. Yeah, she was unaware until then about Jason being there. And then afterward, accepts it. They kept dating? Yeah. Yeah. And they have like dinner and Jason's at the table. What? Tony later encourages Cheryl to let JJ go. She's being very patient with her. Incredibly patient yes, then. Incredibly patient. I just think, you know, clearly she needs to take her own time. Mm-hmm. Listen. That's basically what Tony is, the grieving is going com- for. The grieving process is Every- complicated. Everybody grieves differently. I, she dug up her dead brother's corpse and is right. talking to it. I watched a clip where a rat climbs out of the buttons in his shirt. Yes. Yeah. That, um, now that was scary. That, was, that boy, that scared me. Um, and then at the end of the season, I guess she she gets over it and she gives him a Viking funeral. They mm-hmm. they refer to it as I would call it setting the body on fire. Yes. You Absolutely. know, like it's not really. I don't know. I, I mean, it's six of one, half a dozen of the other, I suppose. But she's not a Viking. She's just burning the body. Right. And to me, that also it's, suggests I'm sure they don't really get into this. It's a funeral in a Viking style, certainly. Is it grave robbing? What they used to do. It's grave robbing, right? Like you can't just take your family's body back. I, yeah, I guess so. It's, it's in a weird way. It's like she's burning the evidence of her crimes. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Anyway, the last thing I have to say, that was season four Although, where they have the body of Jason Bloom. It's debatable whether she actually did. Of course. <laughs> so here's what I saw from season five. And maybe you maybe you have more detail than I, okay. or data than I have beyond this. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. This is where my research stops. Okay. Because it's all that the, the River Dale hmm? okay. wiki gave me yeah okay season five there's a cult of jason mm-hmm. now i've only just started that today literally okay so i don't know a ton about it but i can tell you what i'm referring to um as far as like maybe cheryl didn't really send his body off in a viking funeral is that her mother penelope blossom yes um had been in jail for you know myriad things 
is out of jail because Veronica's father, Hiram Lodge, mm. s- who owns the jail, privately owned jail, not good, staged a jailbreak of his own jail okay. because he wants to like overrun Riverdale and make it bad. What? Yeah. He he basically opened Arkham Asylum yes. to let all the villains out? Yes, yes, including Penelope Blossom. So then Pen- Penelope Blossom ran home and I guess she's allowed, to, I don't remember now, maybe she like actually helped with something good so they just like let her not be in jail anymore or something. The show's so, insane. Yes, yes. Um. So they are in this like gothic mansion that is so awesome looking they only ever wear red sometimes with smatterings of black they both have red hair they're like red taper candles lit everywhere it rules and the house is humongous so sometimes you might not know what the other is doing and cheryl comes upon one day penelope delivering a sermon to some people and she's talking about jason and cheryl is like how dare you use jj's memory in this way and Penelope's like, no, I'm not using him in this way. Like, this is what I believe or whatever. I'm seriously just at this today. So for all I know, we find out later that Penelope doesn't is believe totally any of it. Manipulating and yeah. But so, you know, Cheryl kind of blows her off. But obviously it must have planted a little seed. And then we see Cheryl going into, I guess, an attic or something and um, opening up a trunk and there are bones in there like a skeleton oh my god so that's definitely jason's skeleton and then she goes downstairs and um oh it's part of a musical number this i feel like such a fool i was gonna say her burning the body i was like now now you don't even have like a a thing to 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 use anymore but the bones yeah so she must have put something i i don't know what on that on that funeral pyre um, it was a musical number when this happened, but the implication was that now she is in with her mom and doing this, you know, I guess cult of Jason thing. So here, here's how Riverdale.fandom.com describes exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. And they talk about being the Archieverse on Riverdale. I think that what? that's the name of, no, no, not in the show. Riverdale.fandom.com, like their banner on the website calls it the Archieverse. Okay. Okay. I thought you were saying that on the show itself, they refer to the Archieverse no. or something. I was going to. No. no, 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 no. Start screaming. No. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what they had to say about exactly what you just described. Mm-hmm. Penelope, the mother, orchestrates a ministry in which they worship Jason. Penelope has come to realize that Jason was a sacrifice, and now it is up to them to shepherd the soul of their township back into the light. However, Cheryl remains extremely skeptical. Hmm. <laughs> Which is okay. putting it lightly, right? Like yeah. you're worshiping <laughs> my 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 murdered the my father murdered my brother, and you're worshiping him right. and claiming that he was a sacrifice. I'm gonna remain skeptical for a while. It's good you that can, you can change my mind. You might prove me wrong, but I'm I have to admit I'm skeptical. I think it's good that Cheryl casts a doubtful eye on this. I think it's appropriate. Did you come across any mention of Nana Rose in your travels? If I did, I ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> Nana Rose answer. is Penelope's mother, um, who uh, is just around in the mansion. Is kind of like a spooky older woman. Oh, does she have an and, eye patch? Yes, okay. or like a she has um. Maybe she has an eye patch sometimes. She definitely has <laughs> one eye that is like a milky eye. Okay. I can't remember what you call that. But um, yeah, there there are times where they don't realize that she's in the room and that she's like, ah, ah. like Nana Rose is there and like tells them something scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's did, fun. Yeah. Did you also come across anything about Julian Blossom? 
Now, I did read that there was a spinoff co- uh, comic called Blossom 666, mm-hmm. in which there are three Blossom kids. Right. Uh, Jason, Cheryl, and Julian. Mm-hmm. That is literally all I know. So I also read that this Cult of Jason storyline might be a kind of nod or um, spinoff of that comic, because I guess that there ends up being like a Cult of the Blossoms or something. Um, but... Julie, so okay, so during the same time that that Cheryl has Jason's corpse in the house and she's talking to it and keeping it dressed and all of that, that's going on for a while, and then all of a sudden this doll shows up, and the doll looks just like Robert the doll, which we have talked about on the show before. I'm not sure when it was, but we did. Um, so this doll shows up, and starts showing up different places in the house what? All of a like sudden, the boy yes like yeah the like movie the boy. the boy yes and it is kind of it yes it's very like the movie the boy so cheryl's like what is the deal what's happening and nana rose is like oh that's julian <laughs> and, and cheryl's like who's that and nana rose tells her that her mother told nana rose that um, when she was pregnant with Jason and Cheryl, that that there ori- there were originally triplets, but Cheryl absorbed and consumed. Oh my god! The weakest baby. Oh my god! And that this doll was a proxy for Julian, because her I don't remember why it was. I don't know if her mom was upset or I don't know what's up. And so she's like, "That's your brother, Julian." So. <clears throat> Not only is Cheryl dealing with whatever trauma and grief is making her have Jason out and about of the ground, now Julian is here, and she's like, oh, okay, I guess I should host Julian too, I guess, because I I guess this is the ghost of my dead brother that I consumed. She felt like super duper guilty about it. And then Julian is moving all around the house without her doing it. So she's like freaked out and it's like, it's a ghost. Oh my God. And she's feeling horrifically guilty. She gets a test done that I don't know if it's real or not, but it's a blood test that can tell you whether you have absorbed um, a fetus in utero. Okay. And the test comes back negative. And so she's like, hmm, this story is made up. What the hell? And so she just decides to smoke out the answer. So she um, – I think I'm remembering this correctly. I think she sets fire – to, to Thistle House or just something to literally smoke out her mother, Penelope Blossom, who's been living in the walls of Thistle House, moving the Julian doll around when Cheryl is sleeping to try to gaslight her into thinking that she's crazy so that Cheryl relinquishes her inheritance of Thistle House and Penelope can take her rightful place once again. Oh, my God. Yeah. Somebody's got to so run Penelope, the blossoms out of town. So Penelope like comes out of the house like, <laughs> and Cheryl's like, hello, mother. Good God. <laughs> what a show. Yeah. <laughs> what a show. What a show indeed. Um, also, so I think we're going to have to just focus on the blossoms and their role in Riverdale for the rest of this episode. Really? And you William, don't want to go for like two da- hours. Dare I say a part two is in order. It doesn't have to be next week, but I didn't Ugh. even get to my stuff. I'm afraid of a part and, two. And we've been going. Are we at the end of the show? Yes, we have 15 more minutes. 
How is that possible? I know. <laughs> time flies when you're having fun, eh? I'm not kidding. I feel like I time traveled. How is that possible? It took me it took me it took me an hour to tell you what I had to tell you? Well, no. I mean, we've been going for 45 minutes. Okay. Yes. And we try to shoot for an hour, even though that doesn't happen often. Good God. <laughs> I feel like I lost time. Like I got abducted or something. Or like Jughead in season five, I which like... I guess we'll have to get to on another episode. Okay. Because Jughead loses time. Does he? Yeah. I feel like a season five Jughead right about now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He loses time and ends up in Sketch City. Which is Riverdale's version of like a skid row. It's called Sketch City? Maybe it's Sketch Row. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, so did you come across the information that the Blossoms and the Coopers are actually related? No, why don't and you just so, tell me these things? Stop asking me if I've come across these things here and there. <laughs> did you happen to come across Nana? It has to do, has to do with Spooky J- Grandma. Now, did you happen to stumble across Jason's tableau? <laughs> like, I don't know. Are you done? I literally don't know anything. I didn't ask you if you came across the fact that FP becomes sheriff, which he does. He does? Yes. How? I'm asking you things that are connected to Jason. He was specifically. A, he dumped a body in the lake <laughs> and was accused of murder and was arrested. Can you just become sheriff? I guess. Is he still on the show? Uh, not really. Because they did a time jump. They did like a six or seven year time jump. 70 year time jump. (laughs) Like a six or seven year time jump. And um, FP took Jughead's little sister Jellybean across the country to see her mother. Real quick, real quick. Yeah. What's Jughead's real name? Forsyth Pendleton Jones the third. What's his sister's name? Jellybean. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's not her real name. I I don't know what her real name is. Okay. Yeah. And their mother is Gina Gershon. Well, that's not a real name. No, that's, I know, but the isn't, that good, isn't that good casting? It's great casting. Yeah, it's excellent. <laughs> she shows up wearing like... I love Gina Gershon. I know, she's great. She's uh, So she's a biker like FP, and I feel like... Maybe she doesn't show up wearing it, but you know when there's like a newsboy cap, but then it kind of has like the brim of a baseball hat? Yeah. yeah <laughs> she's I like do. wearing that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and like scarves. I feel like you commonly see that with like like the biker lady stereotype. Yeah. They yeah. usually wear that silly hat. She's that. She's yeah. wonderful. Um, also, FP and Alice get together. I don't know who Alice is. Alice is um, Shelly from Twin Peaks. Yeah, there are Twin Peaks performers yes. in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Machinamic. Machinamic? Yes. Whatever. Yeah. She's great. Um, yes. So, I might be remembering this incorrectly. It, I think that Hal Cooper is actually a Blossom, who is Lachlan Monroe. W- hold okay? on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hal Cooper is actually a Blossom, who is Lachlan Monroe. Can we rephrase this? Yes. Hal Cooper, played by Lachlan Monroe... Okay. Is actually a member of the Blossom family. Okay. And either Hal him, Cooper is Betty's dad. Yes. Either okay. him or Betty's mom. I can't remember. But one of them is a member of the Blossom family, which makes Jason Blossom and Polly Cooper oh, no. actually cousins. Oh, no. I know. So that was part of the whole, like, oh, this is not good. No. Like, got to get him away sort of thing. Oh. Right. Okay. Um, the children that Polly has are named Juniper and Dagwood. Now, I did come across that. Is Dagwood from Dagwood? Like, from Blondie? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to look that up. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but 
they get all like actually there's another cult in Riverdale that's run by Edgar Evernever and Polly <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I, started, I started googling Dagwood and you said that and I felt my brain I felt like just like electricity she takes the twins and goes what's his, what's the name you just said Edgar Evernever okay he runs a cult. Bless you. <laughs> He's played by Chad Michael Murray from One Tree Hill, which I never watched, but I know people are into. His names. <laughs> God. Lachlan Monroe, Chad Michael Murray. You know who Lachlan Monroe is, though. Oh, of course oh, I know yeah. who Lachlan Monroe is. Yeah. Are you insane? Yes, I, of course. So that name's not so out of left field, but it is a strange name. It's a strange name. Yeah. Absolutely. So okay. the the children of Jason I have to like focus. Okay. End up so look, it's not gonna go that much longer. They end up spending some time with Polly in a cult that's called the farm. It's the second cult? It's it's the first cult, actually. Okay. Um, this is in like season three or something like that. And there's like a weird girl in Riverdale High all of a sudden who's like kind of recruiting people to the cult and getting some of Betty's friends to get sucked in, gets her mom to get sucked in with Polly. One night, Betty sees um, them around the fire with the twins, Jen uh, Dagwood and Juniper, and sees the twins levitate into the air. What the hell is happening? And then Betty falls having a seizure. Oh, God. Yes. There are seizures rampant in Riverdale at this time, oh, which no. is a whole other story actually unrelated to the cult that I will have to get to in part two. Don't refer to part two like it's inevitable. It's inevitable. It's coming. Don't... It's next week. I'll Ooh. just talk to you next week. Ooh. This means you don't have to do any research for next week. I, I am just going to tell you a tale. I do like that. Yeah, right? Can we see? Let's do a very cynical business-minded approach. How this does? If you want a part two, okay, all right. smash that like button. All right, smash Spread that like button. Spread the word. Get this out there. If all people right. demand a part two, we will manifest it. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. I want to give the people what they want. You're right. I'm all worked up about this, but maybe the people at home aren't. Smush that like button. Smush it. All right. Let me tell you what's going on at the okay. farm. All right. So Edgar Evernever is running this farm. <laughs> there are this cult that's called the farm. He has this chick who's part of the cult um, and who says that Edgar Evernever is her dad in Riverdale High and kind of indoctrinating people. So um, like Ethel Mudge goes into the cult. <laughs> Oh. Ethel Mudge is played by that girl in Stranger Things that oh, died that Barb. everybody really loved. Barb, yes. Does anyone say justice for Mudge? <laughs> no, they don't. Okay. They don't. Um, Ethel Mudge is in it. Um, some of Betty's friends get sucked in. Polly's obviously in it. And then her mom ends up following Polly into the cult, like I said. And Betty's good friend, Kevin. So Betty's like, I got to get to the bottom of this cult. Betty's always getting involved in mysteries and stuff. She wants to solve things. Um, so she's like, this is enough is enough. So I'm going to go like infiltrate the cult, see what's going on. It turns out that in the cult, they are putting people under with hypnosis and maybe drugs and stuff, and then stealing their organs. Oh. Harvesting their organs. What? So they're not really like a spiritual cult. Not at all. That's what their front is, but they want to get you under and then steal and sell your organs now, on I would the black argue market. A cult a seems farm. like a cult. Uh, yeah, a they're farm. They're farming them. So there the name go. The Farm 
is kind of a little wink. Now, I, I almost feel as though starting a cult to hide your organ harvesting, mm-hmm. you can only harvest so many organs, right? And I get away with it before you're just killing people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, people who are in the cult have like weird scars that they don't remember having. Like Kevin's liver is taken out or something. and He's got this weird scar and he's like, I don't know. Oh, you can live without your liver, right? I guess. I, it might not be liver, liver. I don't know what it was. So are they killing people or are you they doing like take one kidney? That kind uh, of thing. I think it's mostly take one kidney here okay. and there. I don't think they're really killing people if I remember correctly. So a cult. This, I, I wasn't planning on talking about this, so I didn't do my due diligence. This is off the top. My feeling is that a cult you have to really like foster and grow. And he does. Keep it going. But now you've got a cult of people who are no good to you anymore because you can't keep harvesting. So you got to keep getting more. But why have it be a cult? I don't know. Maybe they because also because they just have so many people. I don't know. I mean, maybe they do kill some people. Like I said, I didn't check this. This yeah. was a few seasons ago. Um, I, I I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm not gonna okay, lie. He definitely seems to enjoy the attention of it okay. and everything. He likes being a prophet. You know, he's like a shirtless prophet guy. Of course. Um, also, the girl who was in their high school, who is Edgar Evernever's daughter, is not his daughter. Oh. She's way older. She just enrolled at Riverdale High just so she can try to get more people. Betty is able to pull her files and realize that she's been to high school in multiple different states and towns multiple times. Oh, okay. So that she starts to really unravel all this stuff. So, you know, she figures it all out. Their goose is cooked, except they all somehow they escape. The people from the farmies, they call them, like scatter to the winds, basically. Um, Edgar Evernever is tracked down in a later season, and he is going to, and I'm not kidding, um, go on a rocket to to get away from what? everything. He is like boarding a rocket like evil Knievel that he's going to shoot into the air and like get away far or like something. Johnny Knoxville. Yes, like Johnny Knoxville. But um, sitting some, on a rocket, yeah, blasting yes. off over a lake. Yes, okay. it's like that. And he is shot and killed. The police intercept him somehow because this is a bad guy. Sounds like he would have died anyway. Yes, yeah, definitely. Also, Alice Cooper, Betty's mom, who you know I'd said had gone into the cult and was like moony eyed at Edgar. I think they were like even a coupley sort of thing at one point. Yeah, it turns out she's been undercover. She has been trying to get Polly out of the cult. Um, she's oh. right. So she was there undercover and she's been working with the FBI secretly. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which includes her long lost son, Betty's brother, Charles, what? who's an FBI agent. You see, <laughs> Alice and FP were high school sweethearts. Oh, no. They had a child. Wait, is this FP's child? I think it is. Um, they had a child that they gave up for adoption. This is Charles. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Betty, hold on. Mm-hmm. Betty and Veronica. Right. Right. We haven't even talked about Veronica. No. Uh, they love triangle with Archie. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Now I think in the show Jughead's in that mix. Yes, in the show. So there is some like love triangle-y stuff with Betty, Archie, and Veronica. But generally, Betty and Jughead are a couple, right. and Archie and Veronica are a couple. So Betty and Jughead are an item. Yes. And yet, Mm -hmm. they would have a shared sibling. Yes. Yes. But Mm -hmm. they wouldn't wouldn't make them related. No. No. They both both have the same half-brother. 
but it certainly makes things awkward. It definitely is awkward. And then later in the show, they are all living together. Like F- FP and Alice live together with Betty and Jughead. What? Yeah. <laughs> and Jellybean. Okay, yeah. Don't forget about Jellybean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just what they do. But so Betty and – I mean, yeah, Betty and Jughead are there and FP and Alice have gotten back together after Hal Cooper, Lachlan Monroe, yes. is out of the picture for a very – shocking reason oh because he's okay he's actually a blossom he's actually part of the maple syrup empire okay that has nothing to do with why he's gone. i'm just trying to connect the dots you wouldn't believe what he did i bet i will <laughs> i bet i will believe it yep really shocking so smash that like button for part two oh shut of up riverdale really yes you're gonna leave on a, on a cliffhanger i cannot get into that it's I too big? It's, oh, yeah. It's huge. The All repercussions, right. are, it starts in season two, and the repercussions are felt throughout the series. Well, repercussions might be felt throughout the Guide to the unknown universe. <laughs> I, I, I think people... He's a serial killer. Well, you just ruined it. That's not a cliffhanger. There's, I thought you were just saying that people would be mad that I didn't say I it. I was about to join you in... Oh. <laughs> I was about to say, make sure you smush <laughs> that like button. Well, I don't know what kind of serial killer. That's true. I do kind of want to know. Does he have a serial killer MO? Yes. He has like a whole methodology? Yeah. He has a name. Is it intimated? He sends an open letter to the town. Oh my God. Like the Zodiac? Yep. Does he, is it, a, is it a, a cipher? No, it's not a cipher. Does he sign it? I think he, I think he might sign it. Is it cool? <laughs> it's eh, it's okay. Well, is it cool in you know in yeah on a curve? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, okay, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I uh, I, I kind of do want to know. Uh huh. Um, you've got me on a cliffhanger too because I, I don't. Let know me tell any you the subjects for a potential second episode. Okay. 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 Here is what I was going to talk about today: the Black Hood, which okay. is the name of his serial killer. The serial oh, killer so is called the Black you're, Hood. You're ruining the cliffhanger all over the it, place. That's it. I'm afraid for you to keep going because you're just going to say what his MO was. Now. I'm not going to. Okay. No, I'm not going right. to. Then I was going to talk about Griffins and Gargoyles ah. slash the Gargoyle King, which I always <laughs> write as the Goblin King, but that's actually Jareth from Labyrinth. Right. Um, and I was going to talk about the Halloween episode oh. of Riverdale and what happened during that. Okay, that's fun. So smush that like. Smush that like. I could be convinced to watch an episode of it's something. Fun. If people have an episode they want to hear me. Uh-huh. It can be something you think I would hate. I don't care. <laughs> I would do that in a sequel. If people want a part two. You know what? Here's what you could do for the part two. You could watch the Halloween episode. Okay. You could take that. Sure. I could yeah. do that. And yeah. then I could talk about the Black Hood and Griffins and Gargoyles. And I might even be done with... Uh, I might be up to date by yet, by then. Where I am right now in season five, there is a Mothman storyline, but I'm not done with it yet at all. Um, and so maybe by that point, I'll be able to talk about the Mothmen. Okay. All it's right. It's actually Mothmen, and it's very much an extraterrestrial thing. Is this where Jughead loses time? Maybe. Okay. Do, do you actually know? Yes. Okay. It is. <laughs> Maybe you didn't know. No, no, I do. I do. Maybe. It is. He loses his time. Not, I'm not sure. I don't know. He also uh, trips on maple mushrooms. Maple mushrooms? Yeah. You think that's real? No. I mean, they just call maple everything. Right, of course. Yeah. Um, now, real quick, just to button up some loose ends okay. before we go, I looked it up, and as far as I can tell, Dagwood, uh, a baby being named Dagwood, is of no relation to the comic strip. Okay. Um, this is from Insider. Whether this was on purpose or not, Dagwood is the name of a character from the Blondie comics. The strip has no relation 
to mm. the Archie comics, though. Okay. And I also wanted to look up Jelly Bean's real name. Oh, right. Because I want to see if she has... Like a highfalutin name. Yeah. I, she better. She probably does. I really don't remember. Um, she has aliases. This is weird. Jelly Bean does? JB. Well, yeah. Jolly Belly. And the auteur. Oh, yeah. That's... What is that? That's another storyline. Okay. That actually, it seems like it's going to be cool and then ends up going nowhere. It's, uh, I'll say it real quick. Um, people in town are receiving tapes of just their houses that go for hours and hours and hours. Ooh. And um, so they're like, what is this? It's the auteur. And then they are starting to receive tapes of um, reenactments of previous infamous killings in the town. So like uh, Clifford Blossom killing his son and uh, like the black hood doing stuff or whatever. It's people wearing like masks of those characters, like reenacting a killing. Okay. And it turns out that it was jelly bean. And I think again, I wasn't prepared. I, I don't remember the reason for her doing it. I think it might've been like, at first it was a prank, but then she like was kind of warped by all the crazy stuff that's happened in the town and oh, decided no. to do it. She's not like insane or anything, but like, sounds like multiple like a, people in this town might be insane. Yeah. Like the, it, all the darkness is a bad influence on her. And that's the catalyst for FP leaving Alice to drive jelly bean and be with him, be with her and her mom for a while. That's like why they separate. Oh, and that sort of is Skeet Ulrich leaving the show mm -hmm. probably. Right. Right. He okay. hasn't been back in it since the time jump happened. Okay. Um, so I don't know if he's going to come back or not. It seems like he might because he and Alice didn't like – they obviously broke up because he's moving cross country. But he was like, we'll see each other again sort of thing. Yeah, but that could be – It could be, but I could also see him coming back. It's, it's a great way to, re to write off the character without killing him. The yeah. door is open, but right. if he's gone, he could be gone forever. Right. And in headcanon, you can be like, yeah, maybe they get together someday. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um, so real quick, Jelly Bean. Mm -hmm. I've looked up her real name. First of all, the Archie Wiki never used her real name. Okay. Only referred to as Jellybean, which made me think maybe she really is mm -hmm. just named Jellybean. So hold on. What's Jughead's real name again? Forsyth Pendleton Jones III. Okay. I have from Wikipedia. No. Jellybean is Forsythia oh. Jellybean Jones. Forsythia. Okay. Forsyth. Yeah. Forsythia. And their dad hmm. is Forsyth. I guess it's like George Foreman naming all of his kids George. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's that's Riverdale, everybody. Mm -hmm. Potentially, that's just Riverdale part one. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Who knows what might happen There's in the future? There's a lot of stuff going on there. Now, I keep saying to smush that like button. That doesn't make really much sense. Mm -hmm. If you're watching the YouTube <laughs> version, certainly smush that like button and share. But other than that, you know, spiritually smush the like button yes. by letting us know that you would like a part two and also spreading the word about yes. the show, letting people know that you like it and maybe they would as well that that i think will take you much further mm -hmm. spreading the word and letting people know that we're doing this if we see the numbers of this particular episode doing well right right um I, i'm thrilled if you enjoyed the show but i'm curious if this would be like kind of a tentpole people want to hear it if people want to hear it mm -hmm. so uh, uh let us know spread the word smush the like button subscribe to us on youtube dot com slash talk bomb make sure that you are subscribed to or following this podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify wherever tweet at gttu pod get the word out there mm -hmm. maybe 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 this is not the end of riverdale no I'll, I'll tell you what much like uh 
much like FP leaving town, for me, this easily just could be the end. <laughs> I understand if it is. It's fine. I privately oh, I very much enjoy it. Yeah. But, but boy, oh boy. You're satisfied. I couldn't be more satisfied, Kristen. You don't want to know about the Black Hood and the Gargoyle King? I kind of do. Yeah. I kind of do. Yeah. You we'll, like we'll, it. We'll, we'll let the, the people decide. Okay. We'll Sounds see. good. Um, yeah. Also, go to patreon.com slash pod if you want to support the show. Thank us for putting out these free episodes every week and get a little sugar back in return because we have multiple tiers where you can choose your own adventure and you can either get a bonus episode every single week every other week or every fourth week. So thank you so much to all of our patrons who are already over there. And we really hope that you'll help out the show. Yeah, hundred percent. We actually just had an episode go up uh, this past week. Mm -hmm. This went out to our ghosts, to our banshees and to our demons. Yep. Those are our tears. Those are the tears. And so uh, we really hope that you enjoyed that show. Uh, and we're going to have a new episode coming up that's going to be just for the demons this yep, Monday. That's right. Uh, so peep all that stuff. And if you sign up today, you get everything that's ever been up there. Mm -hmm. So hop in. Patreon.com slash GTTUpod. Uh, GTTUpod.com, by the way, is the home of all of this stuff. I've gotten a couple notifications even just before we started the show just now of people buying some of our yes. merch, some Guide to the Unknown shirts. Yeah. You can find links to that stuff from GTTUpod.com. It also lives on tpublic.com slash user slash gttu pod and if you'd like to speak to us you can reach out to us directly yep i am at chillin Kristen. i am at the myth traveler so thank you all so much for taking this trip to riverdale with us the yeah. town with pep mm -hmm. maybe right. maybe we'll stick around next week who knows uh-huh or maybe i'm gonna pack my you know your bindle quirky and... <laughs> 1950s chevrolet yeah cherry red chevrolet i'll get a milkshake from pop's chocolate shop yeah and i'll drive off into the sunset we'll see what happens who's to say all right it's you. you you'll be the ones to say yes so we'll be back next week for more of something but until that time comes we must travel over to riverdale mm -hmm. go we me hope <laughs> 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 I've never in all my years heard me hope. <laughs> <laughs>